Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. I'm Justin Perkins. This is Talk Junkie. Uh, some stuff I wanted to tell you. Uh, we were offered a hundred million dollars to join. No, that was that was a different podcast. But it should have been us. I should have got that deal. Uh, my book, my book is available. Uh, Creating the Perfect Slave until August first is only available at the Red Spotted Newton. And after August first, doesn't matter where else it's available. You should still get it from the Red Spotted Newton, Hazard, Kentucky. Um, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. I think it's the greatest bookstore in the world. Um, also, Coke Kingdom is uh, is still available there. Um, I had. Signing planned. Um, I did get to speak to one group of college kids. Uh, I had all kinds of things that uh, are really fun to do involving the book that I really enjoy. And um, none of those things were happening because of uh, that Rona uh, or the COVID or SARS-CoV-2 or COVID-19, the coronavirus, Donald Trump and Andrew and everybody else. Anybody we can blame for it. That's why it's not getting to happen. Um... I got to do uh, a internet chat with one group of kids from a school um, that nobody hardly showed up for other than the teachers. Uh, but I had an excellent time. I really enjoyed it. Um, uh, it was for a, a, a summer program at a at a, at a school. Um, it, it Hazard Herald covered the release of my book and that's all I've got to do with my book up to this point but I've had an excellent time an excellent time with my book uh, I forget sometimes that I do have a YouTube page and I'm not putting videos in there in a long time every episode of the show gets put on there and that's kind of the extent of what I'm putting on there um, if you're trying to contact me through YouTube my YouTube channel does not register likes, views and a lot of times comments, or then a comment will pop up and it'll disappear. I don't know. We've went back and forth. They'd like for me to start a new page. I have to link everything. I've got all these videos. I would lose them. It's not really worth it to me. I don't need the numbers. If that's where you want to watch it at, watch it there. But if you want to contact me, safest bet for contacting me is talkjunkie at gmail.com. We did get a download Um if I'm looking at this right and I'm breaking down this, I, I want my numbers from all across the board. And I will figure that out eventually. How you do it and where you do it at and what areas and things of that nature. But I was able to find out that I have listeners outside of Kentucky, not just because of emails that I have received, but because of some download stuff and some information I have come across. Um, so all of you outside of Kentucky... Uh, I really want to say hello. Well, I'm glad you guys are listening. Uh, I think it's awesome that uh, you partake. And uh, I really appreciate that. I really do. Um, uh, the last little part of this information, I'm just trying to get everything I can in here right at the beginning. <clears throat> People ask often, where all can you get the show? Um, iTunes, you know, for Apple Podcasts or however you that works out the, I, the the podcast app on your phone I don't know I call it iTunes I don't know technically what it is it's Apple Podcast I guess but you can get it on Apple Podcast uh, you can get it on Google Podcast and, uh, you can get it on Spreaker which I'm finding 
after running an ad through Spreaker that may have helped me some. Um, you can find these on YouTube. Uh, there's other places. I've released it to every possible one of those companies that it would allow me to. I don't know what they're all called. If thou shalt seeketh, thou shalt find it. Uh, but the big thing is, you're listening to it already, so you know where it's at. Other people don't. I'm proud of the fact that I've built this and got to this point with, honestly, almost no social media. There's really nobody on my Instagram. I don't really even share this on Facebook. I think there may be a Facebook group out there somewhere for this show. This may still get shared with. I don't even know that. I can't tell you that. But I do know this. We've done really good in getting the word out and somehow getting listeners, I think a lot of which coming from Spreaker, without any help. But I want to ask anybody that's listening to this that enjoys this, um, share an episode. Just just go screenshot an episode or or share the name or, or sh- you know, screenshot the picture of the show share something and say hey here's this podcast it's a decent podcast go listen to it i like to see how high we can get those numbers i'm not gonna be able to get them any higher uh than they are without your guys help because like i said i'm kind of limited on on what i'm doing with social media and i don't have it in me really to make a big push on social media like i did with my first book made a huge push with that first book and and it was helpful. And, I, you know, my second book needed that, and I didn't do it. We get this thing higher on a grocery bill if you all just kind of push that out. And if you're from outside of Kentucky, that may make no sense to you. But uh, it is a saying. Today, today, however, we're going to do questions. We're, we're going to answer some questions. Because I do mailbag all the time, and mailbag's cool, and mailbag is fun. And sometimes, I don't know, this is just an excuse to do another mailbag because... Uh, you guys email a lot, and I think that that's cool, and I like that. And I don't know, it's fun. Trevor. Trevor asked what I think about the discovery of um, non-Earth vehicles. Um, I don't think that's the way they worded it. Um, I think they worded it as off-Earth vehicles. Basically, aliens and alien spacecraft. Um I'm a, well, I know, uh, as far as I know, I don't know when the retraction was issued because the retraction won't get nowhere near the publicity that that original article, it was the New York Times, got uh, when this guy wrote this article about these uh, off, off, that's hard to say, off-earth vehicles, um, or craft, I guess, uh, that's not actually what he meant to say, and I don't know how you don't mean to say that, and it's a misquote, because I also read it to where he said he wrote it, so I don't know. Um, but apparently that's not what he meant to write. He's retracted it. Um, that's He didn't mean it. Oops. Uh, and that was supposed to be in, contributed to Harry Reid. I don't, I don't think that a lot of people know... Uh, Reed's involvement with UFOs goes way back, and he's sponsored and put money into a lot of things uh, on the government's end of that, and he's always been a big advocate uh, for those things. So that that was a statement made on older knowledge even. Um, but that's not, the, you know, the, the way the story was presented to me was that that was made about uh, something current that's happening, uh, 
something involving Rubio, maybe it was, I can't remember, or Cruz, Cruz was involved in this, I don't know, look, I, I think, I, I think one party has uh, everything locked down right now as far as controlling things with a certain narrative, and uh, it's kind of a crazy narrative that we can't get all the truth on, um, and I think maybe the other party's looking for a new crazy narrative to control everything about, but once this kind of has time to play out, I actually plan on doing a show about it. You know, uh, as far as do I think it's the government admitting that they have uh, spaceships? Uh, I think Alex Jones would say it best and saying that's a, a false flag, false flag operation. It's not real. It's not, you know, it's a false flag operation. I don't believe that that's what they're doing. Uh, I believe it's kind of like this guy comes in there and just, I don't know. I believe they said things in that coy, um, uninformative double speak that the government does and this dude just kind of twisted some stuff around released it and you know it got some publicity that day dare I say fake news um you know look I I want aliens to be real more than probably most people do uh I believe aliens are real I do believe 1000% there's other life in the galaxy I just don't know that they're making it here and it makes me wonder why um why, you know, something like that now. It kind of, you know, as much as if this had happened in secret, you know, my X-Files mind would have immediately said, okay, you know, what do they know about aliens that they're not telling us? But because it was kind of out in the open, it's like, okay, what are they getting ready to do to us that they've not told us about? Um, And I don't know if there's any X-Files fans out there, but if you watched that last season of the X-Files or I guess the last two we're we're, we're yeah we're we're right there kind of living some of that so uh, Trevor I, I, I'm very interested in the story and I, I'm looking at doing an episode maybe strictly about the story I just um, I'm not a hundred percent sold if that's the question on on what's going on right now um, with it, you know, I, I think it's kind of misleading and, um, you know, things of that nature. Um, but that's just, that's just me. My Boys to Men tribute episode on Bended Knee, um, went pretty well. I've got pretty good feedback with it. It's something that I really feel strongly about. I, I feel strongly about that right to, to express oneself and the right to not have to stand for the anthem, and the right to be able to kneel uh, for the anthem. Um, And I stand by that, and I I believe that. Uh, Malik, a listener who who always kind of chimes in on stuff, um, seemed to disagree. And uh, Malik says, I understand that soldiers and, and people who die for the country are fighting for the freedom of said country, but is it not a direct slap in the face of those people to not stand in the national anthem? Um, he, it's a fairly long email, and, and he goes on to say, in his opinion, to not stand is the same as siding with our enemies or siding with uh, communism or something opposed to patriotism. I disagree with that pretty strongly. Um, 
I believe that people who, who fought for that right, I believe a lot of them have the right to view that as disrespectful. And to be honest with you, they're the only reason why I stand at all now um, is because of them. And because of, so I do agree with you that it could be perceived as disrespectful, but I don't think that it's meant as disrespectful. And I don't think that it really is in any way meant to be disrespectful to, to, to those who fought. Uh, and if, if we wanted to look at it Realistically, if you really wanted to sit down and look at it and say, what is the best representation that these people fought and or fought and were injured or even fought and died for something that works and something that is um, something that is that, that what they died for exists and is real, then to me that's that's the best example for that. You know, if if they went and fought and died for freedoms and then you had to come home and be told to stand, be forced to stand for the country's anthem, then you don't have freedom, you know. Um, And I'm always um, kind of, and, and this is not directed at Malik in any way because I don't know his politics. But on a on a, a more Republican end, that's always kind of been one thing that throwed me for a loop. Um, you want the right to bear arms, and that right's protected. And you want now, not years ago, but now you want the freedom of speech. And you want the freedom of religion, kind of, as long as it's one religion. And... You want the freedom to choose so many things. You know, there's there's so many topics that, well, that's our freedom, that's our freedom, that's our freedom of choice, that's our freedom of this. But when it comes to that freedom of choice, you don't want it. Now, I also hear people from the left, well, also, you know, you don't want freedom of choice for women in, in uh, the case of abortion. Let's not even bring that up because... To me, that's not a black and white issue. That's not a right and wrong issue. That one's at least heavily debatable. There's another life uh, being affected there and impacted, multiple lives being impacted there. So th- this one's pretty easy. Getting on your knee during the national anthem is not affecting anybody's life. That's not hurting anybody. So, you know, now, uh, the, the the Democratic side, the liberal side of that, wants to defend that right to... Um, to to kneel, but they don't want to defend the right to free speech, and that those are so I'm very confused by um, that process, and and why people kind of do that that way, you know. But um, I don't know. I'm sorry. I, I got a call and the thing flipped on me. And I lost my train of thought, Malik. Sorry. I'm sorry. Um, let's look get dig another one out here. This this one um, it, it is a question, but you don't often get questions from famous people, and you don't often get questions from people from the afterlife. Uh, this one comes from a gentleman named Epstein. Uh, the first sentence of the email simply says, uh, "I'm not dead." Uh, then there's some punctuation 
sorry, another glitch. Oh, but there's punctuation for uh, dramatic effect, and then it's, uh, I didn't kill myself. That's the next line. Uh, I don't know if he's trying to reach out from the other side of the grave. Um, and then it says, I have uh, a question I'd like to ask. Um, when uh, my former uh, associate commits suicide, uh, and, and it's clearly not her who will take the time to investigate it and fight for our rights as murdered victims. Um, Mr. Epstein, first of all, I, I'm not going to lie and say that I'm not flattered that you reached out from the afterlife. Um, I'm, I'm not going to lie and say that I don't think it's pretty cool to get an email from a ghost. Um, <laughs> but I believe wholeheartedly that you're a horrible human being. And um, I don't know. We like to take rights from people. We like to take rights from people to Neil and all these things. I like to take rights from you and Giselle. Or whatever her name is. Giselle. I don't know. Whatever. Um, so I'm not going to fight for you. Um, you know. you done stuff like that. You should have seen that <laughs> coming for all I, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, but... Uh, I mean, again, like I said, it's not, it's not a real question, but uh, it was fun to, to get from someone somewhat famous, you know, even for bad things, and, and on top of that, they're dead, so I mean, it was one of those questions that I couldn't hardly turn down. What I did find odd, um, despite being a specter, he was able to email and contact and ask questions, but still not able to get his own email address. Uh, so I emailed the owner of the email address back to make sure that they realized um, someone was using someone from the afterlife not just someone Epstein was using their email address uh, to communicate with the living and so uh, we took care of that this is from a gentleman named Justin it's not from me I had to check with myself it's most definitely not from me and Justin wanted to know a kind of a two part thing one how do I feel about professional athletes uh, expressing their opinions politically and social opinions, you know, based on things happening. Uh, and he also wanted to know, and this is paraphrasing, um, what level of consideration do I give that? Everybody should be able to express their thoughts. Everybody. And, and I, I think I've said things in the past that irk people when it comes to um, when it comes to to that to to the ideal of, of professional athletes making what they make and I think people misconstrue what I say when I say I don't understand how professional athletes make as much money as they make I don't mean that I think the money should be taken from them, that I think we should step in and stop it, that um, that I think it makes them evil themselves or inherently bad. I, I don't. I think it is a reflection of us as a society that we have put more value on what someone who plays a game that most of us played as children, regardless of what the game is, soccer, baseball, football, basketball. And this includes Jordan, and, and I think a lot of people, after a couple of episodes ago, understand how I feel about Jordan. I think he's the greatest 
individual player on a team sport ever. Um, but I don't think he deserved a quarter of the money he made based on what he contributed to society. Same with Bird, same with Magic, same with any player. And I've had that try to be turned around to be a racial thing. And I don't understand that, but people are going to do what people are going to do, as it's I've heard it said. Um, I just, again, if it stays that way to the end of time, if the highest paid professions in America continue to be sports, I don't have a problem with that to the point that I just am irate about it. I just think that it's a reflection of us. And we're not the only country. Um, I thought that for a long time. There, there's some European countries that, you know, um, definitely uh, definitely put a, a high value on soccer players and, and, and even basketball players. Um, you know, here's a bias for you. This proves that, that when I say something, it's just how I feel about it because I understand that this is biased. I don't think that fighters make enough. I'm not talking about Mayweather, you know, things of that nature. Um, I, I think that I think that they make too much, you know, but I think a lot of the UFC guys don't make enough. But I don't think it needs to be excessive, you know. I, I mean, I don't know. I think that as just normal and in all fairness, uneducated as I am, I don't need to be the one deciding what things we put value on and how much people get paid for them. But I, I do feel that that these guys, not that they're overpaid in, I want you to stop doing that, in that they're overpaid that there's other professions in this world that we should, that should have more value. And if they had more value to us, then that should reflect some way monetarily in what kind of value they have. You know, I, that's that's me. That's me. I, I don't I don't know that that's right, but that's how I feel. But as far as them having an opinion, yeah, everybody should get to have an opinion. Who am I? And I have an opinion all the time. Am I going to listen to it? No, probably not. But I wouldn't listen to my opinion more than likely. I don't know why you people do. But now, do I care what LeBron James has to say? No, not really. But now he made a statement the other day, and I can't remember what it was. Um, but I, I, I thought it was a, a good statement, and I, I, I agreed with it wholeheartedly. And I think there's a lot of professional athletes that are very intelligent people who have made uh, very intelligent and very thought-provoking contributions uh, to conversations, and, and I don't think you should rule out anybody, regardless of what they do. You know, I, the one that always gets me is I hear people say, I, you know, they don't want to hear what actors have to think you know, have to say about certain, I mean, I don't really either, like, it's not I don't, that I care, I'm just not going to listen, but then they'll turn around and say the same thing about musicians, well, here's a bias on my part, I care what musicians have to say, I don't know why, I guess because a lot of their art is based on lyrical content and writing, so I'm listening anyway, I listen to a band called System of a Down, and they have a lead singer named Serge Tonkin, who, you know, they're they're split up, not always 
doing stuff together right now, but people get angry with Serge because he makes a lot of political statements, uh, especially about things going on currently. Another gentleman that uh, I'm a big fan of his band is Tom Morello, and Tom makes comments continuously about things that's going on right now. If you've ever listened to these two bands, that's all every song's about. They're very politically charged and politically based bands, and their music is about that anyway, without the current situation. I don't always agree with them, but I respect what they have to say. I respect what anybody has to say. I just had a small little conversation, and it wasn't in person, which sucks, because I guess more fun in person. I feel like you get more out of it. But I've got a friend that I really respect, and I know he's a super intelligent person. And to him, me not voting for Biden, a monster, just an absolute monster, is the same as me voting for Trump, which I'm not going to do. I'm going to vote third party. And for me, for him, me voting third party is the same as voting for Trump. Well, that's, you know... That's ridiculous. Like, I, I can't even combat that, that aspect of it, with an argument. And and I can't, you know, when I say I think Biden's just as bad as Trump and, he, and he's flabbergasted, I, I, I you know, I, I can't, I can't back down on that. It's obvious. It's plain. It's, it's very easy to see. If you take out things that Trump says, that only leaves Trump's actions. And these are the actions of an idiot. Because in my personal humble opinion, Trump's an idiot. His actions still aren't as bad as many of the presidents we've had in the past. I still don't want him. But his actions aren't as bad uh, as some of the things that, that Biden's done politically and worked to get across. And, you know, but I, I, don't, I don't dislike this person because we have that differing in opinion. I'm not even mad about it. Like... I can even understand why you may say that the third party candidate may not be any better. You know, I can understand that. But I can't understand how you can say going third party is voting for Trump. If that's the case, if not voting for Trump will help Trump win, because in turn you're not voting for the person running against Trump, that means the person running against Trump doesn't stand a chance. And if that's the case, instead of just trying to get in somebody with dementia who's on the other side and is just as bad a person and will do just as bad of things, let's let's kind of throw a focus at getting a third party and work really hard at that. And, you know, maybe you'll get Trump again, but that's no worse than getting Biden. Or maybe you'll still end up getting Biden because a lot of people will vote Libertarian, actually, who are Republican, and you won't get Trump, and you'll get Biden anyway. I don't want Biden, but I don't want Trump either. So, I mean, it does. the point is, if, if enough votes for that third party come up, that third party could get some power and some and some some steam behind it, then maybe it's a possibility. But you know, I, I'm I'm all for people having varying opinions. And if musicians and and athletes and and actors want to voice their opinion, who am I to say that they can't do that? You know, I, I just you know the news does it. That's all the news does. The news do, actually does not do their job. All they do is report opinion, and they put in a lot of half truths and a lot of falsities and a lot of dishonesty in a lot of those opinions. You know, we allow it. Not only do we allow it, it's one of the biggest money makers in the United States of America. So, I mean, it's not my place. It's not my place to say, hey, um, you can't have an opinion. I think a lot of Republicans 
like to tell certain people, hey, you can't have an opinion. Yeah, you can't. No, no, you, opinions are reserved for certain type of people. And I know a lot of liberals love to say, well, you can have an opinion as long as it matches our opinion. Now, if it doesn't match our opinion, we're not going to let you have it. Uh, we're actually going to attack it ferociously. Um, so I don't want to be one of those people that says, hey, you can't have an opinion. I may not like it, but you can have it. I don't like what Candace Owens has to say, but she can say it. It's her right to say it. And if I don't defend her right to say it, nobody's going to defend my right to say it. That's the way it is. If LeBron James has something to say, am I going to listen? No. But it has nothing to do with his political views. It's his horrible ability to play basketball. I just love to do that because that, that irks people so bad when I do that for whatever reason. Uh, but in, in all honesty, if, if LeBron says something, I want to defend his right to say it because I want somebody to defend my right to say it. So that's how I feel about it. I don't, I don't know how, how else um, to, to say that. Um, you know, I don't know. The next one, uh, it's from Comrade Andrew, and that's honestly, um, flattering to me, because I mention Comrade Andrew a lot, our, our governor and savior here in, in, in Kentucky, um, and, and I will say this before I even read you that, at the bottom, it even got a P.S., uh, I want you to, P.S., I want Talk Junkie to know that myself, Comrade Andrew, and the big orange mach- machine, Donald J. Trump, and I didn't know that that was his middle initial. I think that it is. I wonder if it's James. Donald James Trump. Let's say it's James. Donald James Trump uh, are big listeners of your podcast and have enjoyed it uh, from the beginning. That that means the world to me, uh, that the human Cheeto and, and our governor and savior, Comrade Andrew, are listening to me. But Comrade Andrew wanted to know if I felt pride in the accuracy of Kentucky's counting of COVID cases. Um, Pride, no. No. But let me say this. It's not just Kentucky. A gentleman just died in Florida on a motorcycle. And it was attributed to COVID-19. And and I'm sorry, I don't have it in front of me, but that's easily accessible. And for those of you who... um, Fight me every time a fake news thing comes up. That was U.S. Today, USA Today, or somebody like that wrote the article. I don't remember. It was, you know, it's easily found. But um, some gentleman down there, and you'll have to read through the article. I can't remember if it was a medical examiner or who it was. Said, "Calm down. If that one's wrong, and we had a hundred deaths, I'm assuming maybe they had a hundred deaths that day or something. Ninety-nine of them are still right. That's highly suspect. But Ninety-nine of them are still right if somehow." The gentleman who died on the motorcycle. Uh, and they're even saying, well, we don't know that COVID didn't cause him to wreck the motorcycle. No, no, we don't. We don't know that. Uh, and that's true. Um, that's the kind of things you're kind of trying to fight. But if it's happened more than once, you know, uh, the more I talk to people, and, and not secondhand. If, if you're going by secondhand accounts, and you can't do that, even third, fourth, fifth-hand accounts, and internet conspiracies, if you throw all that in there, about 5% of our COVID cases are accurate. I don't think that's right. Going by people I know and people I can talk to personally who's had personal experiences, 
including myself, with the family members, um, it's not accurate in Kentucky. And it would be hard for it to be completely accurate. I would dare to say it would be impossible for it to be completely accurate. And one of the reasons I say that is is because it, it, it's it's just so many people, and it's such it's just so much. We're not as a as a country. Our government is not good at doing things that they don't sit down and waste billions of dollars on develop committees and resources and things. Like that. Just to ask them to go, all right, let's let's get together and, and let's let's give these tests out and take these tests and and. Somebody keep track of that, and, you know, you've got every county in the state has to be, you know, um, I, I don't, it's hard to, to, I guess, really say how I feel about it to a certain degree. Let me, let me say this, let me say this, I don't personally myself believe that um, Comrade Andrew is is padding numbers purposely because I think that hurts him the more cases we have uh, to a certain degree. Even though if we got more cases, it kind of works their narrative. And see, it, it's a political battle right now. Re- Republicans um, want us back to work. Um, they don't want to hand out money. Uh, they they don't want uh, they want people at at the polls. They don't want they don't want absentee ballots. They want people at the polls. And um, the these COVID cases hurt that. And um, you know, look, I'd love to get rid of Mitch. And <laughs> but if if lying about COVID numbers and, and making people vote from home and things of that nature is the only way to get rid of Mitch, I, I'd rather get Mitch back. Because you're taking away freedoms just to beat somebody in a political race. And that, that's what it is. And it's both sides. It's not one side. It's not just Comrade Andrew. The 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 human cheese puff is is, is vying. He, he's going to change his mind on, on these masks and these things. If you're wearing a mask, you're going to need an ID to vote. And, I, and look, that's one of few I agree with. You do need an ID to vote. And I'll tell you why. Because voter fraud is rampant on both sides. On both sides, the problem is, it needs to be a multi-pronged attack. You need voter identification because the dead continually vote for Democrats, and that's how they steal elections. And you need to control the amount of money coming into these uh, candidates and these parties because buying votes and buying companies and buying regions and buying thoughts is how Republicans steal elections. So both of those things need to come through. Uh, let's get through the one we can get through right now, and then let's get through the other one uh, immediately after, or vice versa. It doesn't matter, but they both need to come through. But I, I don't know that, Andrew, I believe wholeheartedly any politician is bad. Any Republican is bad, any Democrat is bad. I, I don't. There's some they haven't gotten to yet, but those don't have power. You know, I think Tulsi Gabbard is still at the point that she's a decent human being. But she's also not got any power and probably not going to get any anytime soon. Um, and her party showed what they would do to her for stepping out of line. They eradicated her from any possibility of having a go at this. Uh, 
for her attacks on Camilla. So, I mean, no, I'm I'm not proud of the way we're counting numbers, but everybody's doing it wrong. So, I mean, why why isolate herself? Why be self-defecating to, on herself when when everybody everybody's having the issue? Florida probably having the issue more than anybody. Uh, but we got to keep in mind it's it's a political issue, and they're using it like a political issue, and it's not supposed to be. See, it, it seems to me, and this is from an uneducated doofus, just looking at this, that other countries have had a much easier time dealing with this because they approach this as a pandemic, and we have struggled dealing with it because we have approached this as a political issue. The Republicans made it political, and the Democrats made it political. And the Republicans will not eat their part of the pie and admit to that, and all they want to do is point blame to the Democrats, and the Democrats are doing the same exact thing. And the real problem is their devotees, their mindless followers, are doing the same exact thing. So I'm not going to jump all over Comrade Andrew on that one. I mean, he's not counting the numbers himself, you know. Um we we can't even look. The the White House can't even agree on. They're on. They hate each other. Fauci hates Trump. And Trump hates Fauci. And then there's um, what's the other gentleman's name? You know, I mean, it, it, it's it's a complete and total. We look like the laughing stock of the world, and we should. You know, and it, is it Trump's fault? Yes. And it's the Democrats' fault. And it's Pelosi's fault. And it's Comrade Andrew's fault. It's all of our politicians' fault. But even more than them, it's it's their followers. They are 100% to blame. They perpetuate this and they make this worse. You don't blame me, get on, get on Facebook. It is it is what it is. I don't know what we're going to We're going to call this mailbag again or we're going to call this questions and answers or tea time with Justin. I don't know. Um trying to keep these, have to keep these at 45 minutes thanks to Spreaker because I ain't getting no more of my money and I am still looking at pos- the possibility of going somewhere else and doing something else um, as far as distributing this that way time could be longer maybe I could have guests I don't know, I'm, I'm batting it around I, I, I'm really really looking at it and um I have one last one before we go. I'm going to make this quick. Kimberly uh, said that she's only listened to two episodes. She's fairly new. Uh, how did I get started? I mean, I'm paraphrasing because this, Kimberly, dear, you wrote an excessively long email. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's okay. I like it. You can keep writing these to me. I love it. But I can't read it all on, on here. It would literally take up the whole 45 minutes. Basically, how to get started, what do I use, things of that nature. I got started just because I got bored. And I actually got started with the YouTube channel. I converted it over to this. I use Spreaker. Uh, my recommendation is go back in the back catalog. There's uh, two or three different episodes that actually kind of address this. And go to the YouTube page and go way back to the beginning. And there's some videos on the equipment I'm using and how I got started and things of that nature. Um, if you do that and you have any more, do that, check that out. And if you get any more questions in that matter, email me and I'll email you back personally and kind of let you know, you know, answer those questions. But that'll give you a lot of information. I don't have a very good memory. I don't have a very great recall. So there's some things I don't exactly remember. Uh, 
but if, if you'll go check that out, all that information is in there. Uh, and I did say, and I guess you listened to one of, I think it was a mailbag about switching providers, uh, and you spoke about that in there. I'm, I'm thinking about going to Anchor. Uh, so I'm, I'm, that's what I'm looking at. But I ran an ad on Spreaker, and it's helped with getting some people in. But there's some other things about Spreaker I'm not I'm not crazy about. So so that that's kind of where that all come from. But if you'll go back and read those, or listen to those back episodes and watch some of those videos, and then come back up. And if you got any other questions, send those, and we'll put them on 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 next time. Also, uh, Mandy, uh, uh, because. I never know when I'm going to do episodes and when I'm not. We've been talking about summer, summer movies. Uh, I got uh, some stuff from Mandy. Um, she said to her, um, Terminator and Wayne's World were summer movies. We share a friend, uh, and her and I are friends, but her cousin and I were really, really close, and they were really, really close, and he's no longer with us. But... Um, she watched both of those movies at his house, and apparently more so in the summer. Now, I did watch uh, Wayne's World with him, basically in every season, but we watched it the most in the winter, for whatever reason. That's not the same uh, experience she had. Uh, she watched it more in the summer. Now, Terminator, I never watched it. It blew my mind. I never, never watched Terminator with him. But he and I watched Rad, and uh, especially in the summer when we were younger, we'd watch Rad all summer long while we uh, rode bikes and stuff so that's a little little more of your summer movie contributions um, I freaking love you people don't suck don't die you know be good to each other you're a defender fighting to protect your organization from cyber attackers, you must be successful ending attacks every single time. They only need to be successful once. Cyber Reason reverses the attacker's advantage. Our future-ready attack platform gives defenders the wisdom to uncover, understand, and piece together multiple threats, and the precision focus to end cyber attacks instantly. Together, we are the defenders. Cyber Reason. End cyber attacks. From endpoints to everywhere. Learn more at CyberReason.com. That's C-Y-B-E-R-E-A-S-O-N.com.